Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hi, I hope everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 126. In today's episode, we discuss our initial impressions on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, the brand new Borderlands game we played a couple hours, uh, discuss our initial thoughts and impressions. We talk about the brand new Halo TV series that just premiered. Uh, Blue and I had watched it. Rob hasn't. So you get a perspective of impressions Rob's seen. Blue and I's opinions, me coming from more of an you know a Halo out fanboy, Blue not so much. So you get to see that what we think. Um, Rob finally saw the Batman, so we discuss the movie a little bit. Uh, the uh, brand new deleted scene with that villain that came out. We discuss uh, uh, kitten names. Uh, there's a kitten coming into the kittens family and-, and crying kids with Fortnite. Because no more building. Dab, 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 flash, 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 back, baby. Yep. Um, and some questions and answers. Uh, some other things. And that's that's this episode. So if it doesn't sound interesting to you, too bad you got to listen to it. Or watch. Love you guys. Enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast episode 126. Approximately Whoa, 125 man. too many. Oh, <sighs> you don't mean that. Nah. I do think I've been I I got I was I was big and then I got in shape and then I got big again and I'm probably at my biggest, so that's okay. <laughs> that's kind of how I see it. Don't worry, I know the struggles. I've uh, I swear I have like some energy thing, and no one can figure it out. But like, having been getting like a good workout, not because I'm not motivated, just because I get in there and it's like, I I lay back on the bench to do chest press, and <laughs> I'm like fall asleep. You're at a new gym, right? No, I'm still in my garage. Oh, okay. In my garage. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I put the Peloton in my office because I was like, if I have the Peloton, shame me while I sit <laughs> in my chair. 
maybe that'll help hasn't helped at all shame yeah no is that's not always how it works i feel you i have been eating a little bit better though so that's like so i'm like all right well i might not be working out as much but at least i'm working on and i think uh i moved to adderall and i think it's helping because like one of the side effects is decreased appetite except for me that's like a positive uh because i overeat so i'm like oh i'm not i'm not ferociously ready to inhale anything that my eyes see this is okay yeah i remember my uh college studying for finals days and uh wouldn't eat for like days until like you hit the crash well the the weird thing that was i i've i'm taking adderall it's it's not really doing anything um that's insane well i I guess like my Adderall version of myself is Mr. Fruit. Like that's when, you know, I'm it's, like, you know, just that's how you feel. That's locked crazy. in. Um, when, when I took Adderall, it did almost nothing for me. And then apparently wow. there's like a super Adderall and that shit <laughs> had me zoned the fucking dude. I forgot what, what I it was called. That? Super Addy. That's just, that's just what they call it. <laughs> super Addy. Yeah. It was- um, so yeah, that's that's what's going on there. Uh, but today we got a great episode for you. Super structured, as always. Yeah, we actually have kind tons of, of stuff. It's true. We'll see what all we get to. So let's not delay. Let's get to it because I'm sure we'll. If we don't start now, we never will. First up on the list, just we're approximately just going to go according to I wrote them in order. First up, I got Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Is there an S on Tiny Tina's? Wonder, yeah. um, Wonderlands, yes. I don't know, yeah, Wonderlands or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, well, what about it? We played it yesterday, the day before it released, because, of mm-hmm. course, we record these on the Fridays before you hear them. And we got like three hours in, so I figured we could just give quick um, initial impressions on what yeah. we thought. My thing, my I think the most interesting thing to me is that there is the the name Borderlands is nowhere to be found. Which I don't know if they're hoping that will help or not. I don't know. But it's not well, like Tiny Tina's Wonderland, just, a Borderlands adventure, or like even just like on the cover art, the, you know. I, I think it's I just think the play on it is Wonderlands, because Borderlands, Wonderlands, you know what I mean? True. But uh I mean I think Tiny Tina's Stuff has always been like pretty like standalone, but just like if you haven't than Borderlands, yes, true. But that's just it. It's like as a Borderlands veteran, whatever. I'm like, okay, I know who Tiny Tina is, but for somebody who hasn't played Borderlands, I don't know if not knowing what it is intrigues them or doesn't. Um, I don't know. I'm sure they have a giant market research department that, that like we don't need the borderlands like okay so i'm sure what do I, know? I like the i do like the setting the setting is really nice and fun um i like the kind of character i i kind of wish they fleshed it out a little bit more than kind of just giving it the borderlands light kind of version i feel like with the classes oh yeah um, but it's cool like uh the classes are kind of different i'm the class i was playing i was having a good time with 
it, I liked how it was like I sacrificed health for my super. That was kind of cool. I want to suck your blood. Um, I went with Clawbringer. So for those that aren't aware, Tiny Tina's Yes is a brand new Borderlands game. And it's themed around essentially Tiny Tina is the the dungeon master. And you're essentially yep. playing like Borderlands D&D. And so you're playing your, your brand new character. Yeah, you made on your character sheet or whatever going through her adventure. Very meta. And I like, I mean, it's cool because it's like, it's all set in like some more older fantasy stuff. Obviously, you're then running around with guns, um, but it's Borderlands. And they have some class, like they have more classes than usual. Usually it's a selection of what, three or four. They have like six yeah. or seven in this one, um, but still pretty toned down where it's not excessively... There's not three trees like to a thing. There's just one kind of set thing. I think Although, as you level up, from what I've heard, is at some point you unlock the possibility to choose a second one. And I don't think it's always like the oh. second one. It won't always be the same. You get a mix and match, I think. So there's some more freedom there. Um, but yeah, like it's it's you kind of know what to expect skill tree wise and stuff if you played Borderlands. Uh, but yeah, my clobberinger has a little wyvern companion, and that's why I chose him. It's like I want a little dragon to run around and shoot with me. Um, and my initial impressions: it's more Borderlands. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Again, that's it's it's kind of like Borderlands Three. Yeah. If you like Borderlands Two, and you are like I want to play Borderlands Three, well then you like Borderlands Three. If you like Borderlands Three, you're gonna like this. Um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, like, what, what you, because you were saying it, it just feels like very like twenty fifteen kind of game. Like, what does Borderlands need to, I don't know, bring it into twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three for the next game? I think you need more ambition. Um, this it's feels very, it's very safe. Yeah, it feels like Borderlands three, where like, it's, which feels like Borderlands two. Yeah, which was a twenty. The oval, like 13, 11, 2012, somewhere around their game. 2012, something like that. Sheesh. And so, like, that's not a bad thing. It's just, I remember too when we were first playing Borderlands 3 and we were talking about it. It's like, that was when we played that. It's like, well, Borderlands 2 came out like six years or seven years ago. A lot's changed in gaming. And now it's been like 10 years. A lot's changed in gaming. And for them to just not update a lot of the system, I, I I'm not talking like graphics. Graphics are borderlands. They're fine. And they're the way it's stylized is it holds up. But I'm talking down to like UI, quality of life, um, and even bigger scope, like gameplay game loop and type it's, of thing. It like, still feels for me like it's not bad, but it still feels like it's fully built on the bones of Borderlands. Two, and even to an extent, it's built on the bones of Borderlands One. And it should, it's like, yeah. it's just like usually when things are built purely on the bones of something, like it's fine if I can't feel it. Man, I can still feel it. I felt it in Borderlands Three. I felt it in Tiny Tina's. It just feels like this, like it. I don't know. Like they had a template and they built off of that template and it's like, oh, man, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's fine, but 
Yeah, I, I think know, that's like, the thing is. This game. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just. I don't know, especially for new games and coming out again, like I would expect some sort of innovation and change up to the formula that makes it feel truly. And I feel like with this kind Borderlands of game, you, new could, age. you could, with this kind of game, you could kind of risk and take that kind of chance, you know, like you could have done something where it, I don't know, where it's mean, kind of different. Yeah, we should say we're only three hours in, but if the three hours are any indication, I know exactly what's to come. Yeah, like through the rest of the game. And I mean, th- and, like that's not saying anything that's bad. Like my my experience with Borderlands, it's like like a, a a solid like always kind of climb, and then as soon as you beat the game and you're done, it's just yeah. straight down. And I'm never touching it, that thing again. More than um, so yeah, that's just it's like I didn't not enjoy my time, but I it's like what Blue said, like I've already played that game, but it has like a new a new visual skin you know it's like a nice coat of paint but like i need more than a coat of paint on borderlands 2 for me to enjoy it which borderlands 2 is an incredible game for me i think but like i can't keep playing it with like a different coat of paint well and yeah it's like i'm not going to sit there and tell them what they need to do with the game like i'm not a game designer so it's hard to say exactly what needs to be changed but like down to the systems of like this world so far feels even smaller than previous ones because it it's very localized zones and you have the little overworld thing which is cool i yeah. think people are complaining but i think that's it's borderlands funny like it's, it's the charming. overworld theme yeah i like it um so you like go on your little map um yeah. but it still feels all very compartmentalized segmented um gunplay feels the exact same which is very uh, okay. I'll say PSA to anybody that's going to play Tiny Tina. Oh yeah, change the radical. Change the oh, radical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blue figured that out. We. I was playing for like thirty minutes. Like this. Like what feels so different? And Blue figured out the game starts with your your crosshair kind of in the bottom quarter instead of centered. And then once I changed that, it's like. Yep, that was that was like the. I can play the game now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the, it was just like something's wrong. I can't quite figure it. And then we switched that, and it it made a world Which of is difference. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I don't think I've well, ever it's, seen the game do that. It's because on console, that's the standard. Is they'll have the reticle lower on the screen, oh, but like on PC, thought. there's just something like that just feels wrong. Yeah, I guess if I'd only ever played games like that, it, it, it'd be normal, but it was bizarre. Um, but like Rob had a good point, in a game like this, you could have taken more chances. For instance, you could have really gone into this idea of a melee build, like a melee character. Like I was so disappointed. I'm like, there's all these cool melee weapons. It's literally just a different skin for your default melee attack. Like I was like, yeah. oh, I get to like wield this sword and run around yeah it just replaces your regular just uh, melee uh, yeah. yeah and the melee still feels it's not a melee game um the melee always felt like something they just tacked on like hey here's a thing you can also do in the middle of combat so like that was kind of disappointing because it felt like that was an entire part of it they could explore um the spells 
they add that you can add do like oh like i send down like an asteroid or i do a little whirlwind around me are cool but it's just another name for the grenades you used to be able to use like you no longer have grenades and so now instead you just had this spell um and you have one of them and some of the spells are cool you know yeah, i like cool. sending down like a giant meteor but like that's like that's essentially just what your grenade was um and then you have your your ultimate your class ability that's on a x amount cooldown you can do every time which is pretty cool yeah. uh, and then for me right at the end of our gameplay session i finally unlocked the wyvern companion so it's cool having him fly around um but yeah that was just it. like i expected something to feel different but everything felt the same just looked or was named differently um Again, isn't a bad thing, but I do think some games, especially from such a big developer over time and a pretty prolific franchise, could or yeah, could stand to be a little more ambitious. It doesn't have to be crazy changes, but like that's just like every system I've come into contact so far has already been done in Borderlands and other games. And so it's just, I, I, it was the same complaint I had with Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 wasn't really bad. I had fun. But that was just it. Like, it wasn't, nothing wowed me. Nothing surprised me. It was all exactly, like, the jump from Borderlands 1 to Borderlands 2, for instance, felt like a, a true sequel. Like, oh, okay, a lot of quality life, a lot of uh, things we wanted to see Especially at that point, too, like uh, a lot of diversity now in weapons and the manufacturers and the and class abilities and custom like yeah, there's a lot between one and two, but then it's been marginal between the rest. Like again, I think we joked about when we were playing Borderlands Three, but like when they first revealed it, they deliberately made time to be like, "Look, you can mantle now," and it's like, "Bro, it's 2019." I would hope we could mantle. Like that's that shouldn't be a selling point for your game, um, or like something to really focus on. Uh, and so that's just why. Because like mantling doesn't really change the dynamic of your game. Like maybe you add your roof just a little bit higher now, right? Or and it like just that, makes it like, feel like any game where you're supposed to be able to have verticality, but you can't mantle. Like Destiny One, for instance. Like it just felt bad. When you can't mantle, and then you miss something by so much, like mantle is just that little quality of life thing that just, just like a little blanket, and it just makes things feel better. That's the kind of stuff I think they needed to add, and then even further, kind of like re what you were saying too, in a D and D game specifically, they could have really focused on character customize customization, like you can because. There's more this time around, but it's still pretty bare bones. But it's very light. Like it's, it's like choose you get your class. More classes, but it's not super dynamic right. build of the classes. You get you choose a class, and they have a passive ability. So for mine, it's like my wyvern companion, and then they have two class abilities that you have to choose between to use. So like my clawbringer, I can either do like a giant hammer slam in front of me, or I throw like a Thor hammer. Wherever it lands, it does like electric damage and then I can recall it back. So I have to choose one of those. And then you have your skill systems, but while you're making your character, 
Um, you also get to choose their backstory, which uh, I chose. I don't remember what, but essentially like I'm all brawn, no brain. And so you have like character stuff like uh, constitution and strength and stuff, which is cool. And so your backstory gives you a little stat change. Um, but again, that all feels like once you start playing, that all feels very background, like finicky and it, it doesn't make that much of a difference. And so it was weird because I would expect to see more of that then throughout the game. But so far it feels like that's, it's kind of just kind of there. They, they didn't really expand on that kind of system. They didn't expand on the more game changing system. Like the skill tree is exactly what you you've seen in Borderlands before. So yeah, you know, I, I don't mean to complain just to complain. Um, and again, it's fun. I like Borderlands and it's exactly what you would expect. But I also think that that's why it's a knock against it yeah. because that was also the exact same. Like I, I was willing to give them more slack, even though Borderlands three took even longer. Um, but like, okay, well now let's see what tiny Tina's done. But now I have the same issues. So now it's more so like, okay, is this even something that's going to change? And that's the way I kind of look at it. Yeah, I agree. Borderlands 4, if that ever is coming, I'm sure it is. Um, needs something different. Definitely a better protagonist. Um, it just kind of needs but, a re-innovation. Like. But I, I'm not saying the game is bad, though. Like I was right. ha- genuinely having a good time with Moog. You know, like it was, a, with de- it was a decent time. Like, um, like if you have four friends who have enjoyed Borderlands in the past, yeah, go for it. But like, I think if you're looking for like something super different from the last thing you played, and I don't know, like I don't think you have to go and break your back for it. But it's cool. Like, it, I I like the environment, but it's just, it's Borderlands. Like everything you said, I agree with. Just exactly what I thought would happen, you know. So yeah. Um. But yeah. Well, if we play through more or whatever, and we get to the end, we'll see. The I know the end game for this game is called Chaos Dungeon, and it's supposed to be like a roguelite dungeon you do with people, where you go through, you oh. go to the end, kill a boss, get some loot, and then you can come back out. I'm interested in that because I like roguelikes. Um. Yeah. So we'll see what kind of take they do on that. Now, is it roguelike or roguelite? I'm assuming rogue light because you have your characters. You can change things in between the loot. Like, cause essentially rogue like would be like you end that thing, you come out and borderlands by principle is like, you get to change or load out your skills, bring in something new. Like you just got that loot. Well, now you can start with it kind of thing, you know? Uh, and rogue likes would be like, you enter with this pistol. You go through the dungeon, you end it, whatever you get, you come back out. Now you start next one with the same pistol kind of thing. Yeah. So I imagine it's a roguelite, but yeah, we'll see what that looks like. Um, and who knows, you know, maybe I get a little farther in and it does surprise me, but I think that would be a design decision that doesn't make much sense because you want the first two, three hours of a player's experience to rope them in and so you wouldn't want to like save some big thing for like oh well, you got to get like 10 20 hours on you know so that's uh my opinions on that uh do you guys have anything else to say no that's but i'm good uh, it's a game 
it's not a bad game, but uh, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's not exactly a game I'm gonna remember. Um, speaking of things we're meant to remember, oh, the brand new Halo TV series just came out the 24th on Paramount Plus. I watched out of curiosity, but I'm super interested to hear what the what the two I, resident Halo. I don't think he. He's I did not watch, so okay, I, fair, but fair. I did see some reception on Twitter, um, and I'll keep it mild. It was not it received well from what I read, but I'm curious to see what my trusted sources have to say because you guys are <laughs> my counsel. Yeah, you guys are definitely part of my entertainment council. Okay, well. I'm more interested to hear from Blue, who's less in bias into the Halo. Halo. Yeah, right. Uh, it was really generic. I'm a little worried because, I mean, I've never found Halo's story to be particularly interesting at all. But... I don't know. This felt just very like it's, this felt very loosely Halo. I, is the I, best way I can describe it. It was very loosely Halo, and it's felt more like as someone who's not massively into the Halo universe, it felt more like a, a very let them have it, boy. Speak your mind. Just you can say it. Say it. Like listen, I don't mean. I like seeing people. Dude, you can't be too mean. The Halo is like the deadest. Like it's dead again. I like seeing. Like I like seeing people's interpretations. But like, if that interpretation feels like it's a sci-fi original series, oh no. Then I'm a little like, uh, then I'm not as interested in your interpretation. Like, okay, so I did see an action sequence, and the title was like, "Bro, what the fuck is this?" So I don't Which know. It's like it? Chief. I don't know. It's like Chief. He like hits a elite, and then like at the end, it like shoots him in the head. It's like that. Like ten action, ten second action sequence. I literally was like, "Damn, that looked like a sci-fi move, like a." sci-fi original like sharknado type anime like it it didn't look great but like and then i but then the halo kid in me is like damn that's chief fighting some elites that's bad fucking ass like mm. that's what i was i'll say for the 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 action and cgi it's not the best but it didn't it didn't take away like it wasn't so egregious that i didn't at least buy into it somewhat um again some of it could be biased because that like especially during the beginning like i'm just seeing chief running around killing elites i'm like i've been waiting a long time for this <laughs> so like part of it's just like wait so in the, the first like okay so the first like sequence like of the show is just chief killing shit well so it start like i won't really it's the yeah. first episode but i'm not gonna yeah. it essentially starts out um on this planet and there's a covenant attack relatively soon um, the action, like the action sequence you saw, probably is within the first ten minutes. That's hilarious. I love that. Like in the first like ten minutes, they give you some some chief kicking ass. Like, please, like. Well, I mean, if you think about, it, I mean, that's like how every pilot for 
any they anything is the like, beginning of a pilot episode, especially if it's an action thing. Odds are, first five to ten minutes is gonna be some action sequence. They're gonna start you on this high, and then it slows down a then, lot. And then like episode two, three, four is more kind of you know. Well, that's what this episode did. So after that, there wasn't any action. Wait, can I next, ask? Are you a Paramount um, Plus subscriber currently already, or did this make you get Paramount Plus? This made me get it. Okay. And I will be canceling it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, like they were even like, they're like, I'm making their account. And they're like, uh, pick three shows you're interested in so we can curate. I couldn't even find three. I wanted to click. <laughs> like I was really? going, yeah, I was going this through the directory and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure some people like that, but like, there's a reason I wasn't subscribed to Paramount. I know I know? Carly got a uh, season two over at Paramount plus. Yeah. There's like, I, but it's like, I'm sitting there like, are you? Am I gonna really watch iCarly here? Well, it's just like, and I'm sure there are a lot of shows people like on that, and that's fine. But like, the point is, I wasn't a subscriber a subscriber before this, not because I didn't know about it. Yeah. It was just I wasn't interested in in the stuff they had to offer. Plus, nowadays too, with so many streaming options, it's gotten to the point. I think we talked about it too. It's like, well, it's just five more bucks. Yeah, but now that's five bucks here, five bucks there, five bucks there, ten bucks here, five bucks here, five bucks here, like. Every, it's like we're getting back to just cable having to choose our packages. Um, sucks. But yeah, I'll, I'll cancel as soon as this show's over. Okay, which I'm a little upset too. They only have the first episode. Like some shows will at least be like, hey, here's the first two or three. And then we'll roll out the next, you know? But then I'm like, ah, just one. Because um, it, it wouldn't surprise me. There's like nine episodes and they want to release that ninth just when you would need to renew for there's something something did, did you feel like you were watching that weird halo xbox one show that they had for a little bit did it just feel oh. like a continuation of that i i don't remember what that was i'm trying to remember i know what you're talking about though um it's like halo way when halo waypoint was a i know thing. Channel, yeah, yeah um no uh so here's what else what my opinion first episode it was okay it kind of borderlands. It was a show. Um, I think I'm trying to remove my bias because everything you and I know about Halo is not what this show is going to be. So I don't know if you know this or people watching it know. Um, they essentially took the Halo IP, its characters, locations, whatever, but then they're like, okay, well, we're going to tell our own story about how it all unfolds. Um, for instance, you see Master Chief's face about 30 minutes into episode one. And we've never seen Master Chief's face, you know? So they like retconned Halo kind of thing? Like, Well, it's not like imagine, it's not even retcon. Imagine there's two different canons. There's going to okay, be game canon, so and this is show canon. So there's there's Christian Bale Batman and right. Eddie and Robert Pattinson yeah, Batman. That's this a good way to put it. Kind of, okay. Same characters, same world, but they're going to tell their own stories about where they go. And it makes more sense. I'll defend their, their decisions for like Master Chief because the difference is when you're playing the game, you're playing as him. You don't have to be so emotionally attached. Like They have to humanize Master Chief more for the series, especially if he's going to be a protagonist. Because otherwise, let's be honest, robot killer dude. Well, that with, was like 
my my question when the show started is like, how can he be a protagonist without being like, "Hi, I'm Chief, guys. What's up?" Like, you know, like, <laughs> hey, Master Chief, welcome to the office. To be, Let me show you around. I think the show would be about like Spartans or something like that, and like Chief is this otherworldly, godly myth almost right. so that's how i thought maybe they would kind of handle chief and it would more so kind of i mean literally once you watch episode one it answers how they're going to handle master chief okay <laughs> and i'm not saying it's a bad thing it's just like that's what i'm trying to just like this is not the master chief i know like just put it all aside give it its <laughs> own fair shot you know um and it's very political that's one thing um so aside from the first like 10, 15 minutes, really, the rest of it is like political stuff. Um, like, hey, like what are we doing with the Spartans here? Like, Kind of, yeah. Like, it's all like back at the UNSC. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like people have made comparisons to The Expanse, if you've seen that, kind of how The Expanse handles all that. I know you're that. a fan. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not against it. And I think, again, it's interesting. Like, because again, I'm thinking of it as, well, I played Halo and this was the thing. But when you tell a story, especially a show, there has to be other characters. There has to be interesting characters. You you have to look at things. It can't just be we're following Master Chief going around kicking <laughs> grunts in the face all the time, right? So there has to be nuances, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so where we, where, where we enter into this story, um, they're chilling on reach. So I don't know... That's why I'm telling, I was like telling Claire, I was like, I don't, because I, if they're following the same story. Like, get the hell out of there. Yeah, like, this ain't going to end well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. like, I don't know if we're, it's supposed to be like, oh, this is pre-Halo Reach. Like, I don't know but, what story beats they're going to take. Are they allowed to follow? Like, what are right. they going to follow? Are they going to glass just... reach or not? Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because um, it starts off, to be fair, I don't know much previous. But see, they've changed a whole bunch of stuff because first off, if it's if it's pre-reach, Master Chief is in a, his own fire team. He has other members, and he's wearing Mark Six armor. Like he he mentions at one point, I'm not that like. To put it in perspective, I'm pretty sure you start Halo CE with Mark Four armor. Um, Let me see. It's either Mark Four or Five. But point is, like Mark Six doesn't come in until. Yeah, Mark Four is Halo One for sure. Yeah, and he's wearing what Mark Six? Six. You said? Yeah, which is like Halo. Oh, that's Halo four? Three. Halo Three. That's like Halo yeah. Three. But so like that's when I'm like, like if they're doing their own thing, that's fine. But it's like, okay, am I supposed? So where does that put us in the timeline? Or does that? I just don't like, know does what the timeline to, even. Have yeah, I don't know what I effect? should care about or what I like or like remember and think about, or if like, I should just throw everything out the door. Um, and it feels like throw everything because I'm interested to see what you think when you see it. Um, but I think the biggest thing is the covenant, uh, the leadership change. Can't really say much more. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, that was definitely the biggest, like, that one was okay. Like, like I like people's interpretations, but this is a little too far. Can I can I ask something that I don't know if it's a spoiler, um, and you could just say just watch if it is or if like um, uh, I personally love the Covenant kind of as. Are we gonna see that in the show? 
It appears to be we will be seeing behind the scenes from the Covenant, not from just like an UNSC, whatever. Well, I'm saying like, do we have like an Arbiter character where we kind of see like their life and the Covenant and how the Covenant work as a society? We might, but okay it wasn't if it is it's not an episode one pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. They do show, um, the fudge is the name, uh, High Charity, right? Um, okay. their base and everything. And you see some of the higher ups. And this is when the scene gets contentious. You'll have to watch it. Okay. Um, personally, I was like, really? Yeah, same. Yeah, like, really? Come on. I was like, come, really? Yeah. Really? Like, I can buy some of your other stuff, but this is where you... Okay. This is your vision? I mean... And okay. you'll know I, literally I gotta the... Wa- I'm literally going to do that right You'll know the this. moment it happens. <laughs> you'll know. You're like, okay. huh. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. like, that's what right, you guys. came up with? Really? Damn, I wish I watched it this morning. Okay. Um, But so I can go into all the nuances. Um, but as a whole... Uh, it, it seems very much a, around the discourse Witcher had for Netflix, where it's like if you read Witcher, most of them are upset with the the show, right? Yeah. If you haven't read it, most people are like, "Hey, this is pretty good." I like it, and that's kind of what I've been hearing. Similarly, is like if you don't know much about Halo, but are just like a sci-fi fan, you watch episode one, and be like, "Okay, yeah, sure, I want to see where this goes." If you're a Halo fan like me. You, I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just asking a lot of questions. I'm just trying to figure out, like, wait, wait, wait. what do we, what do we? And you're, and you're telling me the manga stands are loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I know a lot of the Halo fans are just straight up upset, but I think that's what they're doing, and I can't. I'm not going to say I blame them, but they're they go in expecting what they like, know from the games. The basically like just bring back Halo Three and just put like a storyline of right. Halo Three's campaign type of thing, which is why I'm also fine with that because it's like we we literally have X amount of games, blockbuster games, historic games that have told that story. So if they want to tell another story, I think that's okay. You don't need to you know go to the T tell the same story. So if they want to tell another one, I'm interested to see where they're going with it. But. As a whole, it was it was just okay. Okay. Like the only thing I'm worried about is the action wasn't bad, but that was the pilot episode. Like that's gonna be where it gets. The bar. 
you know like because they're gonna they put everything into the climax that. like like right um so for me i was like yeah but it was enough that like okay whatever i I've seen worse. I can chief shot uh, in the head. Yeah, I can buy into this. I didn't hear any, which was a little disappointing. Uh, No dino screams. Yeah. Um, But it was cool. uh, As a Halo fan, finally just seeing it come to like a show like this. So there was times I was just like grinning like a little boy like that. Like when chief drops down and just kind of starts firing and that stupid scene you saw, but like when he took his little pistol and shot him point blank, I'm like, Hey, dude, that's cheap. You know, like this is kind of cool, man. Like, that's what I said. I'm, I was like, that looked a little cheesy, but I was like, yeah, but, but like, I mean, shit, like that was cheap. Like on his show, yeah, come like, on now. I'm in, like whatever. So we'll see where it goes. Um, and I didn't hate it. It, I definitely didn't hate it either. Yeah, it it's, it's very... not what I expected. But yeah, like, so you're watching episode two, both of you. I'll watch the whole. Thing. It that could have been trash, and I still would have watched the whole thing. <laughs> I'll watch it just because I do like the very political aspect of it. I have to say there's moments where I'm just like, uh, I don't know. But I do want to see what their interpretation is, especially because I know Halo as a game uh, is not going to translate well as a TV show if you just copy pasted it. Right. You know, so, Chief has minimal well, lines I it, and i hope it does well for the sake of like other video games because i feel like other franchises like maybe like assassin's creed could like no if it assassin's creed's had its time i think we're done with yeah, that assassin's let, creed. let's just let that know, one die please oh i love assassin's creed story i think did you so love cool. the movie yeah the one what, what was no, his name the movie's um, awful F- fassbender yeah, right bud. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, they tried to follow. They tried to do it. Like, which is but, why I was like, when I saw World of Warcraft, I was like, guys, that wasn't great. But for a video game movie, that was pretty good. Come on! But everyone's like, nah. Mm. But I still thought it was an okay movie. I was like, oh, it's... I was frankly surprised that it didn't. I didn't walk out of there like, what did I just watch? So yeah, I think the bar is still kind of short. I think Detective Pikachu was probably sonic as well i think detective pikachu is still above sonic but like i think that was one where it's like hey we could just make one and it'd be okay i think the problem too is a lot of these video games they're picking and they pick them for a reason but they're guarded i think we could be another i haven't seen that one would have always worked as its own movie though it's tomb raider but Nathan. Oh yeah, I saw I saw Uncharted. I mean, Uncharted is in the same vein Indiana as Tomb Jones. Raider, and like that that movie can easily work without. I mean, like uh, the setting of that game is very normy in the sense of like if someone saw it, it's like oh, it's Tom Holland and he's doing Tomb Raider things, right? Like that's <laughs> for a normal person they is see the Indiana Jones. Oh, it's like I was like, yeah, it's Mark like Jones, like in the same vein. So it's like <laughs> that that series works very well if when it was if it would be translated to Simina, because it would like it's it's just a that's just a type of series that would would translate very well. They don't have to change a whole lot. Um, but they choose but like yeah, very epic, grandiose 
universes and stories. Um, like wow, extreme sci-fi. Like that's harder to pull off. Yeah, Halo. Like it's the same thing where it's it's a lot harder to start small and intri- like it, Halo is this giant sci-fi world, right? And and there's all these things and there's different races and there's different. There's a lot more you got to get right. Wow, the same thing. Um, but like like Blue said, it's like okay, well here you have Nathan Drake, and he wants to go find treasure. <laughs> All right, like that's yeah. It's like you you already have it. So the games were already very like summer blockbuster vibe anyway, right? So I think that's yeah. The tough part is you're you're just you're signing up for a lot. Uh, I think yeah. it was kind of when we talked about Star Wars, right? It's like you come in as a this new director, baggage. yeah, and they're like, "Hey, we need you to make Episode Eight. Here's this giant IP." Um, with the all these sci-fi, expectations, the sci-fi story. Um, now, like, do your interpretation, and that's hard. So that's also why I'm like willing. I give a lot of, especially when I I wanted to be a filmmaker and stuff. So like, I'm willing to give people some some immediate credit or like, you know, I'll suspend certain things and I'll I'll see where this goes. So in the case of Halo, once season one ends. I think I'll have a better idea of like, okay, now I see at least what their vision was for this because this is what they want people to know and to convince them to make season two or whatever. Um, episode one, if I'm going off episode one, it seems like it's going to be a very slow paced series. They started with a bang first like 10, 15 ish minutes. And then that, like, wait, it was slow and political the rest, which isn't a bad thing, but that's. I think what they're, what we need to expect for the most part, scattered with, you know, adventures with Chief. Um, so we'll see. I didn't hate it. That's good. As Did long I, as you guys like didn't hate it, I, I I understand you hating one thing specifically about it. Both of you, it seems like. But that's okay. Like I'm okay with that as long as you didn't hate everything. When I know the exact reason they did it. But like, come on, do we need to though? And I can explain it more once you've seen it. But yeah, there was a there's there there's one choice where I was like, they literally just did this because they're like, ah, it's gonna we be got, too much have work to kind of thing. It's gonna be too much work <laughs> to do it the other way. Let's just do it this way. <laughs> yeah, like, um. So yeah, we'll see. Um, I still would have. Bro, who's not greenlighting an ODST series, bro? That's all I'm saying, dude. Like, that yeah. would be your night. Like, think. Like Band of Brothers. I was, of yeah, ODST. I was literally yeah, going to say, like, think of Band of Brothers, but yeah, ODSTs. And then sweet. takes place during the Fall of Reach. And all Boom. you do is you, and then you just sprinkle, like, Chief just from afar. Like, they, the, the brothers or the ODST see him from, a, you know, like that kind of thing. Like that and I know. Yeah, I know I people. I don't need Chief to be the main reason why I watch the show. Like, I know I most people universe. don't like that, but I think Chief would play the best in a series like that because. Agreed. If you think you about it, while you're that. playing Halo games, to every UNSC officer, every human, even the Covenant, like they literally call him like Demon, like they know one one seven. They're like, to him, he's literally like Satan. 
and they all know his name. They all fear it. All the humans revere it. He is literally like this mythological being. So it would be way better, yeah, if Chief is in spurts or like they only hear comms about like one one sevens here, like he's set, and you see him in the distance, and then he like comes through for like one part in the entire series and just messes stuff up, and you're like, yeah. And like saves the day, but then like it's like that political side of like, why don't you always help us, dude? Like, why do you pick your pick your spots? Like you're selfish type of thing. Well, Delve there'll be that. plenty of that in like, this series, though. Okay, it, cool. it seems very political about Spartans and and where they are and and why we need them and stuff. Um, cool. but yeah, personally, I think a story because like that's also the same kind of thing. Um, it you're starting from a point of less resistance you 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 need less to sell people on it initially dropping in odsts and then they're fighting through fall reach you can essentially start from imagine this is a wartime movie setting just in the future the the protagonist the odsts are, are human they're soldiers so you can you can play off that and then they're not superhuman so you've got all that to go with, and then you slowly introduce the world as they fight through Reach or whatever, and then you can still show UNSC people politically in the back and talking about blah 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 or like blah blah blah. blah. But see, I, I don't know as as somebody I would want to see. I think that would work better and be way easier to sell people on rather than. Here's all of Halo all at once. We're going to try and get you to... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally agree. I don't know. And again, you know what would have saved Halo Inf- Infinite? As much as everyone hates to say it? A battle royale. You know? Yeah. Gotta die. And again, <gasps> ODST, dude. ODST, you're in... Oh. I'm still yeah, so upset no one's done that. Like You literally did that for them. You literally went... Like, and I'm yeah. not the first to think of it. They have to have thought yeah. of it. Like, I'm not saying it's an original idea because it's it's literally... It's it's right there. It's low-hanging fruit. You just... And I'm all in, right? Like... Uh, ha, ha, a low-hanging fruit? You'll notice, though, I'm most passionate and critical about things I love. Okay? It's yeah. true. It's like same thing when we you, you know complain about be. things. Yeah, people are like, you just complain. No, it's because I like something so much. You just want it to be better. Yeah. Um so anyways. Moving on. Uh Rob finally saw the Batman. I did. Oh finally. I did. Well, and like that, which was kind of like poetic, because like Sydney was like, Oh my god, like Batman just came out and they just released this thing. I was like, Maybe it's been oh, out for man. like nearly like three weeks now. <laughs> I was like, we ended like for some reason we were lacking. So, uh, super badass movie, bro. Uh, I Sick. really really liked it. I don't know why people compare compare the 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 Christian Bale movies to this. It's like it's such a different kind of take on it. Like they're like I you think can't compare the two. I think people compare it, and they'll always have this problem. Because Christopher Nolan's Batman took an approach we hadn't seen before, we almost kind of like revolutionized the way we can see superhero movies. You know, not everything's bright colors and spandex and flying yeah. around, every, you know, and instead made it dark and gritty. 
so I don't agree, but I guarantee you every time we get a dark, gritty, super, like literally any superhero movie, that's the for bar. the foreseeable future, it's always, even if it's not Batman, I can see it being compared all the way back to Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale's Batman, just because of the theme, the themes and, and you know, that kind of stuff it takes. So I get why people are comparing it. I don't think we need to compare it though. Um, because we don't compare every superhero movie, like every Marvel movie, to an, the Iron Man one or something. Um, like at this point, especially Batman movies, odds are, you know, through my lifetime, I'm probably going to see several reboots, and most of them are probably going to continue to be this theme. Like this is just this is, if you ask me, what works best for Batman. And so instead of trying to compare and be like, well, this did this, this is again, like this. Same thing, like, you had the Halo video game. Okay, well, now this is the same thing. You had Christian Bale's Batman. All right, well, now we have Robert Pattinson's and his own world. And I, I, I thought it was super cool. Um, thought the acting was cool. Um, I did think it dragged on a little bit, though. I did feel like some things were a little unnecessary. That's right. I mean, people, that is, like, the the main point of criticism was... Maybe it didn't need all that. Like, do I need to see them riding motorcycles together? Like, what is that? Come on. Like, what is that? Like, I thought it kind of looked goofy. Like, I thought it looked a little goofy. Yeah, I get that. Um, the deleted scene, though, that they released with the interrogation of the Joker was sick. I'm assuming that's the Joker, right? Yeah. Like, that's who. He, um... He plays one of the dudes in Eternals. Eternals, yeah. He plays like the mind controlling dude, the one who's like in the rainforest. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I saw it, and it's it's a good thing it was deleted, and it wasn't in. And I, I want to say they recorded it knowing they weren't going to put it in the movie. Um. But I like that movie was already three hours long. You can't just throw that in the movie 100%. and have it work. Like you would have to put other things and lead into that itself. In which well, case, and then like also jo- Joker just knows the case while he's in the cell while this whole movie, you know, like he right, just like knows everything. Like it was just that's why I'm convinced different. they literally like they're like we're not using this in the movie. This we're is going use- to be for the upper heads at yeah. Warner Brothers to be like, hey, give us a second one type of thing. Or yeah, just like a proof of concept for the character, or what they wanted to. Yeah, um, it's an interesting take. I like it. Uh, but as far as the the movie itself, anything else? Uh, that's about. It. I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. I, uh, other than it dragging on, you know, eight and a half, nine, something like that on the Rob scale. Great movie. Yeah, I think. Most of it too is kind of towards the end where they were trying to tie up a lot of stuff and maybe they didn't necessarily need to like kind of with the motorcycle thing like they some of it maybe they they could have showed less but told the same amount. Yeah. Um, and so I think some of it too like the like the entire scene, for instance, at the end with the jail cell, like I think they were mainly doing that for the next movie or whatever yeah. to set things up like that wasn't necessary. That could have been cut, if you ask me. 
I know it like leads up to like, wait, who, oh, I see what that, but like, was that necessary for that movie? No. Um, but I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, big fan. And that music, that theme song. See, I didn't think the Still, music was all that like great. Or well, the the um the main theme that like keeps playing throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I it just keeps playing through my head. <laughs> oh, really? The entire time? Yeah, I like it. And they had so many different like takes on it. Yeah, but I, 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 but I will say I don't think he makes the best Bruce Wayne. But I do kind of like recluse Bruce Wayne, in that kind of sense. I think it makes more sense. I, I agree because if I, if honestly, like if I was a billionaire and my two parents were killed in front of me, I would be a recluse and I'd just be a billionaire and I wouldn't worry about anything and I would just be Batman having fun. You know, I would hate to go and be Bruce Wayne, which he looks like he hates doing. Um, I think that was just always the hardest part to sell about Batman is that he's able to be best at both or appear to be the best at both. Like maybe that's a superhero quality, but like, I think Robert Pattinson's take is like, how can I focus or spend time on anything else? Like this takes up all the time. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think, I think every Batman, whether it's, the Bruce Wayne side, Batman side, they all bring something to it that's unique. Mm-hmm. What else we got on that list? Um, we've got a couple of uh, eight-year-olds crying. Oh! I no no more building in Fortnite. <laughs> Very sick oh, for like... I was going to ask about this before we went to Q. A good thing we're here. Uh, Mr. Fruit? Yo, what's up? <laughs> Finna make me floss, bro. You want some orange justice? There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of people I saw go back to Fortnite. I mean, dude, it looked fun. It looked fun. Like, the amount of people who were like, haha, playing Fortnite, unironically. (laughs) Unironically. And I like that so many people have to justify it. You know? It's not like, I'm going to try Fortnite. I. I unironically played Fortnite. Hey, like, hear me out, guys. I'm playing it because I want to. If if you played Fortnite with Billy and you liked it, unironically, ironically, I don't go play it. Have fun. I think just for a lot of us, these people up. coming back, it was what what wore them down was the building. Um, because like it definitely wore me down. This is my take. Fortnite's not this like. Fortnite is a forgettable BR without building. I don't think it would have been where it is. Now, the other things it has going for it, though, is like the meta multiverse where they have... I'm Master Chief with a cape watching um, Derek Carr carry off Ariana Grande off a spaceship um, to land on a tank where uh, Deadpool exits... And at that point, I hear some Kendrick Lamar music playing. Like Fortnite alone has that part of it where it's just like, what the fudge? Um, Yeah, where it's just like, and it's crazy that that's even happening. But I think without building, um, it's fun for a while, but it wears off because the game wasn't meant to be just gunplay. Um, And so, like, if I'm going to play a BR for gunplay, I'm going to go play like Apex. Um, Facts. and so I had fun, but like, even as someone who doesn't like building, they should, and 
and the whole thing is like this is a nine day thing or whatever. Like it's not this isn't what Fortnite's going to become. But I think it should stick to building. I may not like the building, but that's what makes Fortnite Fortnite. Yeah, I think everybody returning got to the everyone got to the same point where they were running up on somebody and they did some crazy build and just went nope. So no, I can't, I can't keep. When up. they heard they were finally like on a level playing field with those people, it was like, oh sure, I'll try it out to see what that's finally like, and then I'll never touch it again. I will say too, I've been seeing a lot of comments and stuff about people like Fortnite kids when real skilled players show up. No, 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 no. All right, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. There's a reason I don't build. Yeah. Because that yeah. takes that's a different skill, but that is skill. Right? I have admitted that one of the most mechanically challenging games, in my opinion, in esports, probably one, probably the most, I think, other than like, uh, probably because I'm unfamiliar with the game. I, was, I think Christian. Yeah, I was about it, to say, uh, if you don't say StarCraft here, <laughs> StarCraft, StarCraft, and Fortnite seem like the most technically challenging games, just in esports in general, in my opinion. I think that's like. I think people who hate Fortnite or hate on it or don't like building refuse to acknowledge that that is a skill. It might be a different skill. And for me, it was a skill I didn't want to take time to learn. And I'll, like, I'm not good at building. And I'm not willing to take the time to get better. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it doesn't take. I know it takes skill. But yeah, everyone who's like, uh, now the real skilled players get to, get to play. Nope. Throw building back on, they beat you every single time. It's also, a, it's not only you need to mechanically build. Part of it is then, like, editing a wall, immediately switching, locking on with a gun, you know, shotgun shot, build the wall back, build the wall off, shoot, build the wall back. Like, trying to, like, slow that down and think of the processes you would have. Like, okay, so I have to click this, and then I would have, like, that hurts my head. Yeah, I can't. And I do just that. don't want to. I just don't want to learn that. Yeah, but if someone does, and that's what they find fun, that's fine. Um, I used to want to learn that kind of thing in gaming, but I'm just not that kind of person anymore. See, for me, when I w- when when building clicked, and I was like, "Hey, this is kind of fun." It was like ramp, wall, wall, wall. <laughs> like at the very beginning, before anyone really, and it was just like a quick like. Put a wall or put a ramp, put a wall in front of it and the wall on the sides or just keep doing that like ramp, wall, ramp, wall, ramp, wall. And I was like, okay. But then it got further and then I'm like, ah. And then it was like, ramp, wall, edit. Yeah, and then it was like, and then that's when I was like, okay, I fold, you know. I think I'm, I think I'm good, guys. I yeah. think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go play some Warzone. See you guys later. Yeah, because that's the thing. Is like, okay, you don't like building. Well, that's. There are other games. Like that's the whole point. That's what f- separates Fortnite. Um, and like I think too, it's more obvious when you can't build the disparity in gunplay between other BRs, um, because that's not what they're trying to do. It, it's supposed to complement the entire sandbox. So it was fun, um, and I would play it more. But Fortnite would not be what it is today. If it didn't have building, like if this was the mode we've had the entire time, for sure, agreed. But it was a lot of fun just to goof off and and that's like I would play it more. Um, and I I do hope they they keep around a mode that's no build like that. Um, that's just kind of like in rotation or like a party mode or or whatever, like a mm-hmm. casual. Um, I think it is fun, and then that does 
ten, open you up to an audience like myself that pretty much every other time I'm not I'm not even gonna touch it. Um, but I had a lot of fun. Have you either of you guys played it? Uh, no. Did you get a time to change the play, Blue? Uh, I haven't played it, but I saw a lot of people playing it, and I was very happy for them. I was gonna say, do you have any interest in checking out even with no building? No. Yeah, I do. That's fair. I I have it installed. I, I installed it this morning. I'm gonna check it out. I probably some point today. Um, but the interesting thing, though, additionally about this, is apparently this whole thing's going on, and there weren't any trailers. Like Fortnite was this chapter three, season two, or something. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it like came out of nowhere, and people were like expecting to see something. Um, and I don't know all the specifics, but from what I've heard is, um, it was very unceremonious and just happened because they've been working up this entire se- season to be essentially what's like a war between, I don't know, the, the two factions. <laughs> yeah. Some in-game factions or something that are warring it out. And that's like, there's tanks and all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, and so that was going to be like the whole theme of the season. And they had a whole bunch of stuff planned. Uh... But then a certain world event happened recently. Um, and so they didn't want their big focus to be a war in that game. So that's why it just kind of happened. And then like this no building thing, I think like canonly has a reason, but it was going to have more context from what the event was going to be. Yada, yada, yada. But I thought that that was interesting. They, who knows how much time and money they'd put into it. But yeah, they're like, Ooh. Hey, hey, good on Epic PR team for reading the room. Like, you know, hey, if there's... If there's one thing Epic's good at, they know how to do PR for Fortnite, dude. It's true. Because except for Fortnite whole Apple is, I mean, that was them. Yeah, that was like, more Epic, I guess. That was more them trying to be like, how big can we swing our balls around? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, in their defense, they got a little bit of something from it. Uh, but I mean. Fortnite, like Epic Games PR, like the Epic Games themselves, like the gaming part, they know how to keep, they know how to keep uh, Fortnite in people's mouths. And no building? That got people back in, dude. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they, hey, am I going to play it? Probably not. Do they know how to keep that game in everyone's mind? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, more power to them. And... Well, it's like, I was thinking about this the other day, too. It's like, people have been playing Fortnite for this long. Because it's been years and years at this point. I'm just thinking back to, like, when growing up on games. I was like, I never experienced this. Like, some people, like, for instance, started playing Destiny in, like, seventh grade. And are now in college playing Destiny. Where I look back, and my thing's like, Halo 3, that's a year and a half of my life. You know? We didn't have games... They had these long winding games that were, that were part of our lives. Yeah, they were supposed to be ever evolving games as a service. Or God, like, was Halo Three only out for a year and a half? Well, that that's like when I I picked it up about oh, okay. a year late. To be fair, like, so we got sequels, okay. like we got franchises. Right. Whereas, like, your these are just like this generation updated. grew up on the same game. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was like Halo Three for a while, and then I played a little bit of Black Ops, and then Halo Reach came out. 
you know whereas like imagine from i started playing halo 3 seventh grade imagine i play just halo the game halo or whatever all the way until college you know i'm still playing halo i mean you're playing league but that wasn't even i started playing that uh after i graduated high school so that's what i'm saying like and that's kind of when these games kind of started showing up that more popularized hey this is just the game because i i remember too at the beginning of league of legends people were like when's league of legends 2 and that's when they're like we don't need a sequel we can update the game and that just wasn't really something you saw for a while you're like huh and i mean like when i remember when they did their whole map revamp like that was kind of the proof it's like we don't need to do a sequel we can just change things and make them you know, upgraded. This or, game sucks, right? So <laughs> God. Uh, so yeah, it's just so weird. Like the way I grew up as a gamer this is just death. completely different than the way uh, kids are growing up right now. And it's, it's not a bad thing. In fact, well, maybe it's a better thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it is better. I think it might be better thing long term. Short term, definitely worse. It's just yeah. It's just. Pretty strange. In most cases. But I think it was like a comment where it's like, hey, I started watching your Destiny 1 videos when I was in like sixth grade. And now I'm, yeah, I'm going my freshman year of college, still playing Destiny. And in the grand scheme of things, right, we haven't been doing this nearly as long as like most of the other content creators you see doing it today. Like we have, we're, we're still young. But like just I, thinking about how we're young and now we're old. Yeah. I mean, which, which once again, we're still young, right? Like we're still a bunch of fucking millennial losers in their 20s. But I think it's content like, on YouTube. Please, but like thinking like, about how it's like we started this when we were like, we just entered our 20s. Yeah, I was so stupid. And we were babies. I was I was a loud loser who regurgitated memes. Rob, you still might was be, an asshole. You might just still salty. Be <laughs> Mr. Fruit, <laughs> Mr. Fruit existed as only a person on the internet and was not a physical shape or form. True. You know, we were different people, and and looking back and. Now we've people were like, "Yeah, you raised our generation." It's like, please stop. We're all please, doomed. I'm so old. Just give me a primer, man. <laughs> That's so sad. Can I get a? Can we get some primers? It's just, it's just bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like one of those things where it's obvious, but I had never really sat down and just been like, "Huh," because that's just the normal now. Yeah, like we like. The the we when we think about people who raised us right, like you when you look about when you look on like Nia, I watched this guy all through middle school and high school. It's like now now we're those guys for sure, and it's a little uncomfortable. Because not uncomfortable for like it's very wholesome when we think about like people. It's like oh that's amazing. Like I'm so happy that was like you know helped you part of your life. But then we think about it, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. I'm Am I equals just... three? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's 
Some people won't even know what that means, you know? It's like, I think he's like on Snapchat stories now. I think he's actually like on TikTok. Really? Yeah. It's it's just bizarre. Cause like, believe it or not, kids, early access it's used to decent. never be a thing. Games would come out and totally it's the game. Different, totally different landscape. And not only that everything's though, live service now. Yeah, not only that though, but like pre twenty eleven, twenty ten practically. You could count the practically count on your hands how many games are coming out in a year. Like indie games oh, weren't yeah. a thing. There wasn't you. You couldn't go on Steam before Steam was even really thing. But like, if there was Steam in two thousand eight, I'd pop up, and it wouldn't be like, oh, there's been two hundred new games today, and like thousands in the past month. It's like, oh, there's oh that game's two weeks old, and there's another one in like two months. Oh, okay. There's so many games now. The eco, yeah, the ecosystem is just so. And I'm glad that, especially like the indie game, has become sustainable. I mean, that was just it. It's like you literally could not. There wasn't even a place to put yourself as an indie developer, which is kind of why like Xbox Live Arcade um, never seemed like a big thing. But that's kind of what helped pioneer and sustain indie developers at the time. Um, but like just something, just something like that. Like you don't even think about it. But now it's like I have too many games to play. Whereas before it was like, yeah, I played everything. Speaking of uh, an indie game, uh, Tunic, I'm going to be checking out later. That game looks it's really fun. sick. Yeah, it looks really sick. It's like Legend of Zelda Dark Souls. Yeah, it looks really sick. I'm all Legend of it. these nuts in your mouth. Anything else on that uh, list? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I think we're good. All right, let's shock in some questions, baby. Uh, no, Mr. Fruit, put it away. Not like that. Let me pull up my phone. Um, if they put building back in Fortnite, then <laughs> I swear. Okay. Uh, so question from Rob: What am I naming oh. my cat? That oh, um, I really like Irwin. You like Irwin? See, I think that was my name suggestion. It was. It, yeah. Then that's why I was surprised that Albus, you were. So let's. Uh, I'm getting a Maine Coon kitten here in a month. Uh, we talked about it. Officially have picked out the kitten. We know what he looks like. He's Pog. He's like a silver tabby. Uh, very cute. Uh, and I've named it. I've gotten it down to three names. Um, Albus, which is I would say currently in first. Sydney likes it the most. You know, because I want a name that Sydney also likes. Uh, I would say close behind that, very close, is Irwin. And the reason Irwin is not first is because Sydney hates Irwin. Um, oh, cool. That's a pretty... And then three is uh, Baird from Gears of War. Uh, so those, I would say, are the top three that get get me going. You know, that rustle my jimmies. You know, nothing really else out there really gets me going. So, Blue, you like Irwin. I like Irwin. Okay. Um. Well, now knowing that Sydney hates it, I I wouldn't even. <laughs> well, no, now you should absolutely well, do Irwin. Well, she said to the point. She's like, "Well, I'll love it no matter what because it's my cat. Like you know, like True. I will love like his name no matter what." So, uh, she just doesn't love the name Irwin as she does with like Albus. She really right. likes. The way I see it, I went Albus, um, because it's a cool name, but also, like, I have Appa. 
Yes. Appa has lost all meaning to me. Like, I forget Same. that there is even a flying bison that existed, you know, <laughs> that was named Appa. So it's just like, okay. if you like Erwin that much, just know it will never be the same. That makes sense. Like, like I when I hear the word olive in terms of like food, I'm like, what? <laughs> Why are you eating my dog? <laughs> like, like olives are a thing. That's weird. I don't know. It's just like, like if someone's like, do you like olives, Mister Fruit? You're like my dog. Yeah, it just takes us. Uh, it's just like it's not a bad thing, but just know if you name them Irwin, mm-hmm. it will forever change that name, and not in like a bad way, Irwin but it. Smith. Like, yeah, it, it just won't. It will change your relationship with the name. Yeah. Like Boomy, for instance, Blue. Like, do you ever even think See, of the you old say Boomy? I'm just like my dog. But yeah. if someone yeah. was yeah. like, Who? "Oh, you don't oh, like think the the character? Character? And I'm just like, "Oh fuck, yeah, he is named after yeah, that." Like that. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's like, "Oh, he was." Yeah, okay. you know, it, like, did I mean that? Was that a? Did I? <laughs> Damn, that's a good name. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Oh. that's funny. So that's okay. that's why I say. It. But now that I know Sydney does, as long as you like Albus, I do uh, like Albus. I do. She like if it were Claire and I, I think we would have gone with Albus. I think she. Well, I don't well, think no, she would have compromised. I actually texted Claire. I actually texted Claire to see which one she liked the most. No, uh, but I'm liked, saying like if oh, I'm in the scenario and yeah. like Sydney you hates Erwin and yeah, I think I would go Albus. Just because, like, I know she would like that, but also, like, if I can meet in the middle rather than her have to come to me kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's just where I would go with it. But Claire, uh, Claire actually liked Irwin the best. So, yeah. Claire is It's cool. But... Good taste right there. Yeah, that, that, I do that like would be Irwin my as well. I do. I do like Irwin. I like Baird. The only problem, and Sydney brought a good point with Baird, is it sounds too much like Bear. So every time we introduce him or something like that, we may have to be like, no, it's Baird, you know, like, and we, she just doesn't want to deal with it. <laughs> That's totally too much. Because Sydney likes Baird more than Irwin. So, and then she oh, said, okay. uh, she said she would have to say Irwin very like, not like Irwin, like Steve, like Irwin. It would have to be like Erwin. Oh. It'd have to be like Erwin, like, like something, Erwin. you know. Yeah, I got it. And we don't want to like put people through that with, you know, yeah, that's stuff Albus, you got to think about, you know, exactly. And then Albus is just very, and then he kind of, if I'm honest, I think he looks most like an Albus, you know, he has that like sure. kind of white kind of, it's like, too. but we're not very big Harry Potter stands. Like, I just think it's a cool name. You don't have to be. See, yeah. The thing is, here's the downside of picking Albus. Everyone's going to be like, Oh, like Dumbledore. Yes. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, you named mm-hmm. Harry Potter? Yeah, it's like, what house are you? And it's like, I'm not that yep. big a stan. You know, like, I like Harry Potter. I mean, I yeah, say that. You're going to have to explain why you're yeah. not a stan and why you're like, hey, it was just a name. I named my cat. Yeah. And, like, and I want, I, and like, even better than speak. you'd be like, is that Dumbledore? Who? Everybody, like, no. Yeah, what? No. Bye. Like, oh, okay. Robert, that's the elder one in your wa- uh, office. I, I, I've never the elder heard of Harry, Harry what? Harry <laughs> yeah. Potter? Okay, Poot, no. no, I've never. Is that a... So, if you're in the no. comment section and you want to know the name, or if you have a vote, um, vote in the comment section. Um, I'm, I'm taking... Like, yes, like two 
two days ago, if you asked me, it was Irwin for sure. You asked me today, it's probably more Albus, but who knows? Well, here's what you should do. This is what my mom said she would do too before she'd have her kids. She would, throughout the day for weeks, go around the house whenever she couldn't just say the name out loud. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, I kind of like this name. And then she'd say it. And then Liquidity, she was like, no. Yeah. Because you got to think, it's not like, oh, Albus, Albus. Now imagine you said Albus the millionth time, you know? Well, can I say something I like about Albus? The nickname Al. You know, Al for short. The guy. So be, yeah. yeah. And then it's kind of a brotherhood uh, reference a little bit. Well, it's funny because uh, Claire will call Appa Bubba's. Mm-hmm. And... I'm like, you're confusing the poor dog. And he doesn't know what he's called. <laughs> and I'm like, on top of that, he doesn't know that. He knows his name is Appa. She goes, no. Bubba's. And he's like sitting right over there. and just yeah. <laughs> He just like stared away. And then I said Appa. And he goes, I'm like, see, yeah. like when, He That's has. Bubba's. Yeah. So, well, it'd be different if she's like, she shortens it. Like, ow. That's close enough. Yes. But it's something completely different. I'm like, that, that poor, that poor dog's like, what? It's just another word to him. He doesn't associate like, oh, I'm Bubba's, you know. Okay. Uh, so we'll go to the real question now. I appreciate you guys' input. I will take it into regard. I actually don't think I'll pick a name till I'm actually there with him and pick him out type of thing. Uh, <laughs> also, a quick question. What do you guys think? Do you guys think – so it's Nebraska. I got, we got to go to Nebraska. Do you think flying to Nebraska is better than driving? Where where in Nebraska? Omaha or like it's like it's like Claire and I have driven there. It's like seven hours. It's not, not too bad. Just do it in one day type of thing. Bop bop. Yeah, and, and then on top of that, the cat doesn't have to fly immediately. Yeah, anymore. I wouldn't want your cat to fly. See, Sydney's big no flies, no fly zone here. But is is I don't is think it's end all be all. Worst, but... but is the plane worse than an hour plane ride compared to a seven hour car ride. You know what I mean? Okay. Well also put into account, let's say it's seven hour drive. It's an hour flight, but it's for you. What an hour, 15 minutes to the airport and then waiting for the airport, getting on security, taxiing secure at the end of it. It's going to be like four and a half hours. And extra money. Yeah. The question can you take the cat on as a carry-on? You can. Of course you can. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, that's not as bad if you had to like check the no, cat. No, I would never put my hell no. Like if that was even an option, I'd drive. Like Yeah, so I mean if you could take the if you could take the little little thing as like a little in a little crate, you know, and put it right right next to your feet during the flight. Yeah, I mean a little road trip, I think that you know? wouldn't be bad. But yeah, I mean I think Especially if the cats, I mean, cats are chill. So I just yeah. know for a fact, like I could take Boomy as a, as a carry on and that dude, that dog would be flipping the fuck out the entire time. So I could never do it. Uh, wait, so you say you drove to Omaha before? Yeah. With Claire. What? Uh, it was the summer after freshman year of college. We had a friend that lived there that we'd met during them. So we just came out to visit her and. Okay. Not bad at chill all. A couple days or anything. No, drive wasn't bad. No. Yeah, because well, and I guess like- I should also preface though that like my family, I was used to. Yeah, I don't mind two, drives, you know? like two, three day, like nonstop drive. So for me, it was like seven hours. We'll knock that Easy. out in an afternoon. Like- yeah, like that's 
we leave the morning we're back by night that's so free well that's like what we're trying to see is like if i leave here like 5 a.m get there around noon you get back leave there around one you get back late yeah maybe early next morning but like uh, for me, that's not that's not that's, that ain't bad. And I'll have new I'll have new kitty jitters. And Willow, and by the way, Willow has adapted really well. Uh, she's awesome. She is being a little skittish today, though, so we're giving her space. There is a that's baby fair. in the house, though. We're babysitting this weekend. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's baby, why baby. she's like, well, "You're already like, replacing me." Not like baby, baby, but like she, she, he's like one, I think, almost one. Are you guys a baby to me? Are you guys like fielded well in the baby area? Like, do you know what to do with babies? (laughs) What What do I do with this thing? Like, if someone was like Blue, like I need you to take care of this thing for an hour, like that'd be like, uh, good luck finding someone else. (laughs) No, not my problem. Are you baby guy, Mister Fruit, or no? Yeah. I could handle one, but am I like, I don't have like a baby Give me crate. That baby. Yeah, but I'm not like. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, Because it's for me, you give me your baby and we could be sitting there talking and just know all I'm thinking about is like, oh my God, I'm holding a life. This is their life. It's not even my kid. Like, oh my God. What? Cradling so its head. Like, oh. If you guys have ever seen Fruit hold something, like hold a living thing that's not his, this dude does not know how to hold it. Would I don't I, like babies either. Like it's just so I, 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 now, love it. I do know how to hold a baby. I do give it its head support yeah. and everything, but it's like. But Fruit is like, I'm going to break it. I have to be as gentle as possible. I gave him Boomy. Yeah. Boomy, fully grown chihuahua. You know, he's not, I mean, he's he's fragile. He's a, he's a puppy. Not puppy, but I mean, he's a small dog, but he's not like, you know, he's a dog. And so at Pack South, I bring Boomy over. Let people see I thought him. he was going to like. Break him like toys. he was a spaghetti noodle. I'm like, I bring a couple toys if anyone wants to play with them. Of course, everyone's just like, "Oh, hi, little puppy," and then they go back to their thing. Danielle fell in love with Boomy, was like obsessed with him. So I was like, "Okay, at least Boomy has." You that know, was before she got her out. brim fixed. She was in that is that is fever, how you know Boomy is the partly the reason why she got brim. She had a she had dog fever. Um. So I was like, okay, at least someone, you know, Boomy has someone to hang out with while I'm there. I hand Boomy to Fruit because Fruit is like gawking over him. Fruit is like staring at this dog. Fruit is like, oh, so cute. Fruit like wants to pet it, but he's like, oh, he's, he's so, he's so timid. I'm not going to touch him. So I'm just like, Fruit, you can hold him, you know? So Fruit, so Fruit holds him. Boomy starts licking him. You know, Boomy's like, oh, thank you, sir, for, for holding me. And Fruit over here is, like, loosely holding him. His, like, hands are open. He's, like, open-handed. He's not holding Boomy. He's, like, what, what he's giving Boomy him? a platform to lay on. <laughs> and so I'm just, like, I'm just, and so I see this, and I see Fruit is, like, oh, please don't break. I'm just, like, Fruit, Fruit you're not going to break him. He's okay. I felt like and it. Just, like, I might, dude. I yeah. might. I'm just. I just forgot what it. Because like, Boomy's like, how he was probably like six, seven pounds at that point. Yeah, he's he's still a small dog. I mean, and he's so a I've just never really been around or had such small dogs, and then especially having all of an Oppa, they're small, but they're tanks. It's like yeah. you pick up all of them, it's like yeah, yeah. 
Boobies, 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 very lightweight. Like it's, I could understand. Yeah, so like Olive, I don't think I could break her. How much she does would break Olive me. weigh? She about. We got her down to like twenty six, because like Damn. you want her to be like twenty. Uh, uh corgis around twenty five, mm-hmm. especially because they have hip issues, so the heavier yeah. they are, and it's very easy for them to get big. I have seen some big chunkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but that's it's just like so much. They're just compact. And so I pick them up, and they're hefty. And so I'm just used to like a little unit, and then and then I got boom, and I'm like, oh, I forget what this is like, like tiny little light little gray cloud of air. Yeah, like I could sneeze and he'll blow away. I don't want to. And yeah, yeah just, I just forgot. You know. Uh, okay, so first question from Fields says, "Ready for this one, Blue? How do you feel about the CS:GO meta?" CS go put these nuts in your mouth. Okay. Um, how do you feel about the League of Legends better, Rob? I don't think Kenan is strong enough at the moment. Um uh how do you feel about the class balance in Final Fantasy 14, Mr. Fruit? Honestly, I I could sit here and soapbox about this a little while. But it's been in a better place, you know? Couple classes, let's bring them up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Which classes would those be? Uh, we got monk. Okay. We have um book reader, and don't get me started on car mechanic. All right. Car mechanic. It's a, it's always job. the tradesman, dude. Yeah. It's the tradesman, and the social uh, workers, of course. It's uh, funny because I I giggled because monk is like. Is that the strongest, strongest you? Oh. Strongest melee right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to giggle a little bit. Okay, go on. Uh, Demon says, if you could go back to one peak of one video game's content era, which would it be? Content era being like the Among Us, hottest people could make, or the weird Minecraft bomb, GTA, Rust, slash role-playing peak, etc. <sighs> weird YouTube game meta. I'll tell you what I don't want to come back. The hiss meta. <laughs> that whole period. Oh my god! I didn't. And like, I, that's a bit I never understood. Like, that and then that came with that all the what do they even call themselves? Commentate like like all the kind of leafies and oh, where they're like CS:GO surfing. And yeah, stuff they have like, like some weird little dialogue story thing. Like listen here, I just that whole meta was lost on me. Um, if we're talking in terms of like YouTube metas, yeah, the hiss and that one. If we're talking like our metas, uh, well, that's the one I, I don't lo- want to come back. The one I would want to go back to, yeah, like I don't know, bring me back to uh, COD commentaries, you know, the good old COD times were so much good. simpler. Um, I don't know, I thought the Among Us one was easy because like you just did a round of Among Us, and if it was a good round, three million views for Mr. Fruit, all right, sick. Uh, on to the next one. Like, you know, I think you never know you're in the good, uh, the good times until they're past. That's you true. Sanj. As far as YouTube metas, I do miss the Overwatch YouTube meta. True. Uh, I hate Overwatch now. I'm not playing that game. But that, like first year. But like that first year, two years, it felt really good to have a game that I felt like I could play and then the devs drilled it into the ground and, and turned not, it into an esports only machine. Not only that though, not only did I like the game and it was fun for content, 
but it was one of the only games we've ever had where like everyone in the group liked and played it. Yeah. So it wasn't like, hey, do you want? Nah, I'm not. Real. I do. Do I? It's like, yeah. Let's uh, play it was one of those where I'd say, ah, oh, dude, we already have five. Like, sorry, man. Yeah, it was one. It's like, sorry, right, you didn't answer enough, man. We're, like, we're full. That never happens anymore. Yeah. Um, so I do. I do miss the Overwatch custom games and meta. That was really. That was really special. As far as like general YouTube metas, I do miss the. I do miss like the horror game YouTuber meta. Now it's just like there's so many horror games that it just it's lost a lot of. True. Yeah. You just that. post a video of Slenderman so and get eight million views. You know what I'm saying? Um, so many cheap, you know. So. Uh, but that's Mike what says, some people like get off to. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mike says uh, one person uh, you are grateful for this week. Try to avoid the obvious choices: girlfriends and wives, unless you are super specific instance. I would say I'm thankful for Willow because I missed having an animal in the house and she has adapted really great these pa- this past week. She's been doing great. Not an obvious choice. I also don't interact with many people. That makes it pretty difficult. I'm thankful for this new person that I'm getting to do thumbnails for the new channel. It's, they seem to do great work from what you've like shown. Yeah, us they're good. Stuff. They're receptive. It's just That's been awesome. nice. Good. Yeah. I hope that stays. I hope it continues. Uh, that relationship flourishes. Right. Uh, I'm thankful for Boomy. It's a good one. My little rat. The the Avatar character. Or... <laughs> yeah, like which one? Like I did name after an Avatar character. No, nah, that's right. Damn. I, I do like that character's progression. Good. I'm thankful for I'm how. Pretty good. Uh, his power creep. Um, Trey Bourne says, first things first, I just saw the Batman last night. It was fantastic. Dark and gritty detective Batman was dope. Now, as for my question, is mostly aimed at Mr. Fruit. Have you seen the trailer for the Northmen? Yeah. Uh, the Vikings and almost mythical vibe seemed right up for its alley and was curious if you seemed interested in it. Yeah. In fact, we went... Is that a movie or a TV show? Movie. Um... Has like William Defoe and Ethan Hawke. Oh, that's right! I did see a trailer for that. Um, we went when we went to go see Jujutsu Kaisen last week. There was like a preview coming, and it was going on, and I was still just looking at my phone. And Claire's like, "Are you not watching? Like, this seems exactly like your movie. Like, what? What's? Why aren't you watching?" I was like, "I've already seen this like eight times. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I already know what's gonna happen. I, was like, I already know I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah. Um, could be a terrible Viking movie. The trailers could have been trash. I'm still gonna go see it." I'm a sucker for that. It does it if it's anything in that period. I'm gonna at least watch it just because I'll enjoy it for the single fact that it's just the theme. Okay. Uh, Stredrin says, uh, "Who's your favorite villain from a video game and why?" Stay sweet. The first one that comes to my mind is um, uh, what's his name? Va Vos, Far Cry Three. I'm trying to remember his name. I didn't play Far Cry Three. He was on. He was on the cover art, but he's like the. Do you know the definition of insanity? Yeah. I don't know oh. when I played it, but I was like, I was. I just really liked his villain. And he's it was a like classic one, villain. Yeah, I was just uh, like, wow. I I enjoyed that. Voss. Maybe his name is Voss. I don't know. Uh, Bowser, I guess. You really uh, resonate with his. 
Yeah. Constant with his princess yeah. kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah. Go get that. I, I hate it. Hey, plumbers are taking his work, dude. Italian plumbers, uh, you know. I agree. Dude's just smashing turtles. Go steal his bitch. He just—he really is just smashing turtles, and it's fucked up. And then Big Turtles takes his chick. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm uh, on his side. Was it so? So it was villain or what was it? Villain, yeah, yeah, villain. Oh, I also like Fallout Three's villain. Like, just, it's depending on you know what you choose and stuff. I'm not going to spoil that because. Well, as far as villains, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say Emmett Selk, my boy from Final Fantasy, classic villain, classic villain that is morally, you know, morally, it's hard to disagree, but those are the best. You understand that you you gotta take him out. Um, Blemish says, "What Batman villain would you like to see in the next movie?" Uh, as much attention as the Joker gets. So we'll say non-Joker if you get a non-Joker Batman movie. We do not nearly... We have so much Joker Batman. I agree. And I and obviously that's his most iconic villain, but like... There's so many good ones to... get enough of the Riddler, dude. Well, I'm I mean, glad we, we got, got some. Riddler here, which was nice. Next <sighs> movie... It's like, say next movie, they're like, we're not doing Joker... Penguin, great. Um, I did really love the crime side of this movie. Like, I thought it was interesting, but I wasn't like, I didn't think it could lead the whole movie as a main villain or something like that. I will say, um, I don't think we've gotten to, like a truly good Poison Ivy. Uma Thurman huh. was okay, yeah. Yeah, but that movie was a big yeah, cheese fest. I agree. Very cornball. Um, uh, you see, the problem is I can never really get Bane in these more realistic ones. Because, like, I like Tom Hardy, but, like, that felt like a different villain. It didn't feel like Bane, you know? I think Two-Face would be cool. I'd, I'd like to see Two-Face again. I like Poison Ivy. Maybe uh, not Arnold, Mr. Freeze. Oh, please. Nice to meet you. A little grittier take on that. All right. Uh, Crazy Yogi says, hey, bruvs, what are some songs or a song you've been bopping to lately? I thought you'd ask. Um, Rubber Bands in Weight uh, by Benny the Butcher. That's what Rob's been bumping lately. Rubber Bands in Weight. Great question. Let me see. I, I don't really listen to much. Um, I really like the new uh Huchara Hikaru album for you, Kingdom Hearts stands. She's a great artist. Um, and new she album. has a new album that's really, really good. And this certain song uh, is called Bad Mode. It's the title track for new LP, and it's a really great song. Uh, it features. Uh, production of Sam she- Shepard for those of you music stands out there, which is Floating Points, which was a great album from last year as well. Um, it's months old, but um, uh, Zed Squid Game remix. Okay. Lean with it, rock with it. 
Jesus Christ. On my uh, lady, put your mouth Ricardo the Heart uh, says, Oi, chaps, everyone has an embarrassing fart story. What's y'all's? Uh, my life is one, one giant fart. You can ask my wife. One Thing time is, farted, I'm never embarrassed. One I time I it. farted. I mean, it's, this isn't embarrassing. This is kind of the first fart story I have. I, I farted and it smelled like hand sanitizer. Like, um, like, been God, like my, as mom with my mom and as with Ben Bishop as my witness, I farted hand sanitizer. It was weird. Uh, I think I've talked about it, but it was. I was drinking this like morning uh, meal meal replacement stuff that had this pea protein, and uh, my body did not like it. You and so, people are like, oh, your your body gets used. To- mine did, mine did not. And I I have bad farts, but I've never had worse farts <laughs> than when I was drinking that stuff. And it, it was I remember I think I'm talking about this. It was so bad that Olive left my office. She'd never done that, <laughs> and like I would fart and I'm like. And all would like just straight up look at me and just leave. I'm out. And she would never leave my office, but that's when I was like, all right, I'm getting off it. I can't do it. I couldn't handle my farts. Okay. Uh, Blue? Um, My embarrassing fart story is honestly... I don't think, I, I don't think I've ever been embarrassed by a fart. I will no, say... Okay. Uh, when we were in LA for the Borderlands thing, mm-hmm. I was so gassy, <laughs> and so I was fighting my heart out, trying not to fart that whole time. So it wasn't embarrassing. It was more like I'm trying so hard not to fart around the homies. That's hilarious. Uh, this last question is specifically for fruit, so. Hey, Fruit, you bring it back here. It's his last question. It says, have you ever tried calisthenics? And I think Fruit is going to say something along the lines of, no, I never tried calisthenics because my body uh, hurts when I try. So, or something along the lines of that. Yeah, something along the lines of, you know, something about calisthenics. Uh, I was talking to my trainer and for my specific body type, it just doesn't really work for me. Yeah, um, you know, cardio has like not that. really been something that I'm really a strong suit at. So I'm not really focusing on it because it doesn't really yeah. benefit me. He'll, at all. he'll say like his shoulders. Yeah. Or something along the lines of his knees. Don't do it. So calisthenic exercises don't really hit the type of exercise he's specifically trying to do. 100%. 100%. That will be the answer that you will get here in approximately five seconds when he returns. Five. Uh, four, but in the meantime, three, you guys two, uh, just one. listen to the GG Over Easy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yep. your time listening. Um, Mr. F- uh, Fruit, this last question is for you. Um, have you ever thought about doing calisthenic workouts or have you ever tried calisthenic workouts? Uh, I do them from time to time. I've never done like a full calisthenics protein uh, program or workout or routine or anything, but nice. they're the tough. Answer I thought you were going to give. Yeah. I thought you were going to give the answer of like those exercises don't hit the point of the body that I hit, so I don't do them. Calisthenics can destroy you. Uh, you can get. You won't get. I did do yacked. I did one calisthenic workout and it was a muscle up. Um, and I got to the point where I could do one, I could do one muscle up, but then, yeah, um, impossible. it was the hardest thing ever. And then like, I would have the band when you could do it. 
um, and like the band, I could do like a couple, but even then, it was it's still seriously so hard. Calisthenics, you're not gonna get like strong man. You can't. Really, you're not gonna get like to the size you would expect like a bodybuilder to get to, which is you know, big and puffy. But calisthenics, you you get shredded. Um, I'd argue. Well, no, I wouldn't argue. You're dudes who hold onto like a pole and he'll go sideways. Right, that's a calisthenic. You're way more functional than weightlifters. That's for sure. Flexible. Um, in fact, I would probably argue, um, like practicality wise, calisthenics would be the way to go. Um. And lowered risk of injury more often than not. There are still some things you could do wrong, but without added weight uh, on something, whereas just using your body weight uh, leaves room for. Interesting. But yeah, uh, it'll ruin you. But that's you get into more endurance, hypertrophy. Like hands, handstands? Was it, would that'd you be that? Literally, it, it's. Calisthenics, as far as like, I don't know the exact definition, but as far as it's like any body, any body weight exercise that you you don't need anything, you just need your body essentially. So your body weight is the weight that you're yeah. using. So like a muscle up is still calisthenics. Like yeah, you need a bar to do so it. But this is fucking calisthenics, bitches. You like that? That's that's something. Yeah, that, ah! but you, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> That's why, like a lot, like gym gymnastics is pretty much calisthenics. And this, yep, ah! the Rob oh. special. <laughs> that hurt my. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Rob's over uh, there, like that's... help. Ow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the last question. Um, nice. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast, um, episode one twenty six. You guys can find us everywhere at internet you can find me um aol messenger nice. um bonsley pones god dude you guys can find me everywhere at uh shiny mew 422 these guys are like your was that your is that your name names? <laughs> uh that was one of my names it was, a pokemon, it was an online pokemon uh game these are you guys' old usernames and mine was mine was always bonsai pones <laughs> and then usually like what is he pwned, my birthday exactly? i don't know and it was with a z you know <laughs> that was that was prime uh it's prime I was like Sammy, supersonic 25 that's where you can find me nice catch us there or on whichever platform you uh, watch and or listen to this next week. Yeah. Love you, Mike.